0: You can't deny the impact of hip hop artists from Queens on the music and on the culture. They've been there since day one and they're still on the cutting edge of the music and culture today. Now this afternoon, today for the first time ever, we are doing our push for peace in Queens. It's been going on for eight years, but this is the first time ever right here in j Jamaica Performing Arts Center. And I'm so excited with the panel that we have for you. I thank all of you for coming out and joining us. It's gonna be an amazing, amazing discussion. And uh, first, let's give a a round of applause to our entire panel here. And uh, everybody's got a strong Queens connection. So you know this first guest right here, the one and only DMC. Hip hop icon from Run DMC. He's an author, an artist, and a comic book creator. He's also the co founder of the Felix Organization for Foster Kids. DMC, great to have you with us. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Also with us, Queen's Own, Cayenne. She grew up on Merrick. She's from Jamaica. She's an artist and actress. Cayenne, <laughs> great to have you with us. Our first Street Soldier's with you. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> also Rep South Southside is Lyrical Lynx. His uh, new single is called Rep Money. We all know about that. Thank you. Lynx, great to have you with us. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you. Also with us, you, you might've seen her Netflix special called Roxanne Roxanne. Legendary hip hop artist. Battle rapper, also. And as Shantae has been going around the country doing, performing and doing a lot, she's also been doing a lot of work with her husband, with her foundation, Mind Over Matter, in a lot of our urban communities to uplift people, to inspire the youth, and especially to give them an idea of what is possible, that they don't need to let their zip code limit their future. So thank you so much for being with us, Shantae. We appreciate it. And on the end, <clears throat> he borrowed some of my jewelry. <laughs> Is our good friend, a good, good friend of the Hot 97 family, the one and only hip-hop gamer. He's a gaming journalist, and he's been hosting some of the big competitions and some of the big events. And he's on our panel because he now currently lives in Queens, from Brooklyn originally, came to Queens, yep. living here now. And he bridges the gap between hip-hop, gaming, and comic book culture. Because the culture has changed so much and expanded since the very, very beginning. So Hip-Hop Graeme, great to have you with us.
1: Thank you so much, thanks for having me, y'all.
0: DMC, I want to start with you on this. What is it about Queens that has produced so many great icons?
2: I think um, the whole iconic thing about Queens is that Hip-Hop started in the Bronx and then it was Manhattan and it was Harlem. But it, was, it wasn't the Harlem of now. Because Harlem is Harlem. Back in the day, it was Harlem. <laughs> but the thing about Queens was this. They always looked down on us. They always said, man, Queens is soft. Y'all ain't from Harlem. Y'all ain't from the Bronx. So we had something to prove. And I do believe we proved it. Oh, I think so. Woo! So that was the whole thing. You know, we was from Queens. Like, you know, back in the days. it was, man, you all from Queens. Yeah, y'all from Queens. I remember there's a tape of the Grandmaster Caz, and he's talking about going into Brooklyn. And the Cold Crush, we always play Brooklyn. Yeah, and we from the Bronx, and we always do Manhattan, and we always do Harlem. And then Kaz goes, Queens? Well, we don't know about Queens. And that was the end, the end of the subject. <laughs> so Queens, being geographically located where we was at, we was almost out in Long Island, so they thought we was foreigners. So Queens has something to prove, you know what I'm saying? And uh, that's the whole thing. And like I said, we proved it.
0: And that's what started it all. (laughs) Shante, what about that? What about that whole thing from Queens? Because you came out hard from Queensbridge there.
3: Absolutely. I think if someone was to say, you know, what do I think was the difference? Or what do I think it is that Queens contributed to hip-hop or made a difference in hip-hop? It would have to be the main factors. We brought a lot of style to it. Not only did we bring lyrics, not only did we bring excellent delivery, but we also brought that fashion, that style with it. You can identify a Queens rapper because you were able to tell from how they were dressed. When they came, they came not only for a performance, but for pure presentation. And I think presentation is everything. And so that's what Queens brought to the table. We brought that whole thing. And also the fact is Queens is one of the boroughs where we did a lot of walking. So because of that, we also had a certain natural physical fitness about us. Because being from Queens, you know automatically if we could see it, we could walk to it. It didn't matter how far it was. They'd be like, oh yeah, you know what? You wanna walk over, you'd be like, yeah, how many blocks is that? Oh yeah, that's about maybe 30 blocks. All right, cool, come on, let's walk. You know, So that's what it was. So we brought that whole fearlessness when we came into hip hop and we brought that fearlessness and that fashion. And that fitness,
0: and that, those were some of the main main factors. Kyanne, as as your career has been really blossoming and growing, and, and congratulations on everything that you're doing right now. What influence has been you know has it been on your career and your music and your, your performance being from Queens? Um, does she work? Y'all me? Like yeah.
4: Okay. Um, I think just witnessing um, the bad that's everywhere, not only Queens, um, and then seeing rates, like, this guy and this lady, you know what I'm saying? I can be that. I probably stepped on the same crack that they stepped on, you know, at some point in life, and it's like, it's tangible, you know what I mean? Like, they're still going. They still matter. They're still doing things that, you know, we can learn from these days, and they my my God. Definitely. I'm not going to act like no fan, though. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think that's okay. I think we can all
0: act like everyone else's is fan. Lynx, tell us a little bit about your story cu- coming up here because there, there's another name who's not here. May he rest in paradise, Chinks. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he, he, he drew a lot of attention to Queens in the, in the last couple of years, you know, especially as his career was really starting to take off. T- tell us about what kind of impact he had on you.
5: Well, um, I used to live down a block on 26th Street on um, Fall Rockaway. Um, Ching's Drugs used to be over there a lot, you know what I'm saying, and he was like a good dude, you know, he used to give us the ropes, people that wanted to rap, and he'd tell you like, stay focused, work hard on your dream, you know what I'm saying, he was always like a motivational speaker, he never hated on no one. And tagging on to what Roxanne says, as far as it go with queens and icons, like fashion was definitely like, and selling swag was a big thing with us when it came to music, like the LL Cool J's with the Kangol. And, you know, DMC and them with the shell top Adidas and the track fits, you know, that was our thing. So definitely, yeah, definitely swag. And, and, and
0: those styles are still out there. Hip Hop Gamer, yeah. tell, us, tell us real quick uh, in, in terms of the influence that you feel from Queens, the energy here.
1: Oh yeah, well, um, when, when it comes to the, just the influence, I just love the love. I just love the love. I feel like I met a lot of true Queens in Queens, you know what I'm saying, in terms of the females out there. and. Um, I want to give a shout out to, uh, simply because, you know, Vicente Chante is here. She's also a battle rapper. A friend of mine named DNA from Queens, he's a battle rapper as well. And um, just looking at him do his thing and looking at where hip hop is at today, Queens, they shut a lot. And look, I'm from Brooklyn. I live in Queens now. I'm from Brooklyn. You got to make that perfectly clear. but, But Queens has been shutting it down a lot, and I'm
0: happy to be here, too. All right, well, we're happy to have all of you. This is Street Soldiers, our special Push for Peace Town Hall from Jamaica Performing Arts Center in Queens. We'll be right back.
2: Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, in the place to be. And the only place for you to ever be is right here listening to Lisa Evers on Street Soldiers.
0: Welcome back to Street Soldiers, our special town hall episode, Push for Peace, first time ever from Queens. And we are focusing on Queens' contributions to hip hop from day one until today. We've got an amazing panel to uh, talk about this with us. Joining us, the one and only DMC hip hop icon, from DMC. <laughs> He's alth- also an author, an artist, a comic book creator, and co founder of the Felix o- Organization for Foster Kids. Great to have you with us.
2: Thank you. Thank, Thank you me. so Glad much. To
0: next, to, next to DMC is Kyan. She grew up on Merrick here from in Jamaica. She's an <laughs> artist and actress. Cayenne, <laughs> great to have you with us. And next to Cayenne is Lyrical Lynx, repping the South Side. His new oh, single oh. is called <laughs> Rep Money. Lynx, great to have you with us. And next to Lynx is Roxanne Chante. You know her as a hip hop artist, battle rapper, subject of the Netflix biopic Roxanne Roxanne, and she's the founder with her husband of the Mind Over Matter Foundation that helps uh, youth and our communities in urban areas. Shante, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also with us is Hip Hop Gamer. He's a hip hop journalist. You see him at a lot of the big competitions. He wins a lot of them himself too. And he's kind of bridging the gap in a unique way, making a lane for himself as so many uh, so, so many artists and, and entrepreneurs have before him between hip-hop, gaming, and comic book culture. So Hip-Hop Gamer, great to have you on the panel. Oh, God
1: bless, thank, thank
0: you thank, thank you. Thank you so, so much. All right, is there, okay, is there a certain vibe in Queens that's different from everywhere else, that is there more support for artists when they come from Queens, from the community than other places, or what is it that distinguishes a Queens artist from other, other places? Anybody. Well,
3: I mean, I guess if I had to say what was the difference or what I felt the uniqueness is from being from Queens, I'm from Queensbridge Public Housing, which is the largest housing project in the world, not just in the United States, but in the world. And so on paper, there's 15,000 tenants on any day, but on any given day, there's 30,000 people. So when you have in your direct immediate community, 30,000 people that you actually know, that you actually grow up with, families that you associate with, you actually have your own, I wanna say audience. And being from Queens, you'll notice that we have that support factor for each other. We have that audience. Whether it's on your block where you have 10 houses or whether it's my block where I have 10 buildings, it didn't make a difference. That support factor has always been a major factor in Queens and we were not afraid to travel. So you can go and do a show and you could be somewhere in North Carolina and all of a sudden, you say you from Queens, there'll be two people from the barbecue from Queens <laughs> way in North Carolina or I can be on the other side of the world and find people who have also from Queens. And it's not just Queens as far as this community or this neighborhood or that neighborhood. When we leave outside of Queens, we are Queens. And so because of that, I think people look at that and they
0: see that. So there's a sense of, uni- sense of unity there more so than just like from individual neighborhoods like see in the other boroughs.
3: Absolutely. I think it's a huge Queens family and we represent that. And as with families, you do have infighting. You know, because that's what families do. So you are going to have moments where, you know, you may, this one may not get along, that may not get along. But in all reality, once we leave outside of Queens, we are still unified. We are still Queens.
4: I feel as though, all um, right, rap, he raps. He amazing. And, <laughs> and it's like, I may not know this person, you know, personally, but if I see it on social media or wherever else, it's like, oh, you know, Queens get the money. It's support without actually knowing that person because we are Queens,
0: just as she said. What, is, what do you think about that, DMC? Uh, yeah. um you're not really buying it? No, no, you no. no. I agree with it 100%. Okay. I, think. I misread your look. Okay. No, well, like, no, no. I no, no. was,
2: I was like, just trying <laughs> to figure out what the hell I'm going to say. This is all so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, Queens has a certain personality, but I think what allowed Queens to take hip-hop to that other level, because people, like just a couple of weeks ago, people was – had a discussion about, y'all, all the incredible talent that came out of Queens. Right. You know what I'm saying, Roxanne Chante, 50 Cent, um, um, Trial Court Quest from Linden. So there was so much of it. But I think the key to Queens' success is we didn't let hip hop get commercialized or corny. Mm -hmm. When hip hop first came out the Bronx in Harlem, you know, when the message came out of Planet Rock, y'all got to understand something the first rappers had no rappers to look up to because they were the first. And that's something that nobody in this game will ever do, with Mel and Bam and Cold Crush, and um, big shout out to Sha Rock, who's not just a female MC, she's one of the dopest MCs ever. But when hip hop came to Queens, we kind of saw that it was getting taken over by the music industry. They wanted to dictate, no, rap over this record, Wrap this way and do this. They wanted to commercialize us, and they wanted to dumb us down, and they wanted to make you know um, comedic examples out of us. When it came over him, one of the things that the Queens artists did, we kept it in its rawest form. That's why there's so many lyricists. We kept the style, yo. We're not wearing that stuff that they was wearing. We're going to wear what we've been wearing in Queens. We're going to wear, wear our Pumas. We're going to wear our Adidas. We're going to wear our Kangos. The girl's going to have the big earrings. Right. So what Queens did, you know, the, the, the first artist is the ones that took it to that entertainment level. Right. But their idols were Parliament, Funkadelic, the Rolling Stones, and Rick James. That's why they dressed like that. Their idols musically were the Four Tops and the Temptations and the O.J.'s and Sammy Davis Jr.'s. That's why they performed that way. When Queens got a hold of it, we kept it in the parks. We kept it in the streets. If if y'all listen to Adidas, like I do a lot of speaking engagements, whether it's middle school, high school, or college, and I always start by saying, yo, Run DMC really didn't do nothing. And that'll start an argument. Man, I was the first to do that. But if you listen <laughs> to the record, My Adidas, what we did was we took the beat from the street and we put it on TV. When you saw Run DMC, you saw Queens.
0: You know, right. you didn't see celebrity. You
2: saw yourself. Right. Because, yo, they got on Adidas jackets and gazelles. And, and that guy, Jay, he got the swag like my uncle. That guy, Run, he runs his mouth like he never shuts up. And that guy, Adidas, don't say nothing until the mics come up. So we we was we, we allowed hip hop to be relatable to every community as opposed no, to just very big part, very
0: big part of it Lynx, <laughs> what about for you because I, I think the other thing too with Queens is that you you see with what you see with so many of the of the greats like yourselves and and the others from Queens is that you didn't forget the importance of the actual performance in front of the people It wasn't just about the beat in the studio it wasn't just about you know, what sounded good blasting from a car speaker, it was about the connection with the people too. Links, tell me about that.
5: Well, all I could say is like Queens, we are we are, we are um a vibe that's rare to find. You know what I mean, we just different. So we 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 sell ourselves, we sell our music. We don't wanna do what other people are doing. We wanna bring new swag, new fresh things to the game, you know what I mean? And everything that run DMC and the whole Run DMC click did was crazy. Like it was crazy how they had everybody rocking that like in rope chains and switching the whole game up. Like this is what we doing. And he right because I didn't look at Run DMC as, oh, there, there was just one artist or there was somebody popping that was making beats or whatever. I looked at it like, yo, that's Queens right there. Like, you know, every time I see them, I'll be like, oh, that's Queens. Nobody, if dudes be have like, like me coming up, I'm 22. I'll be 23 in August next month. Like me coming up, I came up on 50 Cent, you know, things like that, Nas. But once I got into Run DMC, it was like, oh, it's over.
0: It's <laughs> <the same. laughs> I, I want to. S- how yeah. I how like did that. that change how you looked at your own career, or in what? terms of what, in terms of making the music? How did that change it?
5: I don't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. But it had a big impact.
0: There's <laughs> substance in our
4: music now. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. A, it's a message. It's is still relatable, though. I may be a celebrity in your eyes, not me, because she ain't nothing yet, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, Shel Thompson.
2: Uh, uh, I, mean, I think yeah, you know what, what, what we did was we made it possible for everybody to participate right. as they were. Like, right. even though, it's like Shantae, Shantae, Shantae said, you know, you had Southside, you had Fall Rockway, this and that,
0: Queens. When right. you saw when you saw
2: somebody from Queens being successful, it made yes, you, are. you was like, okay, even though we might be from a different neighborhood, we down with that. So it, it was, it was, in a, it was in an inspirational representation that you can all be part of this. Like, when you look at Queens, look at all the different groups from salt and Pepper to Run-D.M.C. to Shantae and everybody. We all were from the same place. We all um, did the same thing, art form but we all brought something different that uniqueness.
1: was represent, a uniqueness. uniqueness. That's the word uniqueness. we was trying to get big well, people, I, I, people out of I wanna well, yes, add something to that, because um, I wanna add the word fearless to the, to the queens. And the reason why I say that, because when you look at somebody like an L Cool J, and he came out with that song, I need love, yeah. done, done, that was it. Like, it was so impactful to see someone like you know, big and strong come out with a sensitive side, but it wasn't yeah. like weak. It was actually st- a stronger version of L.L. and him doing that and yeah. the re- way people responded to it. I think that's something that uh, created a whole new wave and a whole new legacy for the culture of hip-hop and that came from Queens, real the, talk. The,
0: the fearlessness. All right, we gotta take a like short that. break. This is Street Soldiers, our special town hall for the first time ever in Queens. Fearless, I like that. Fearless. We're fearless. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back.
2: What to do this Kevin Gates and right now, I'm kicking in with Lisa Evers. Welcome
0: back to Street Soldiers, a special episode, our Push for Peace Town Hall for the first time ever from Queens, right here in Jamaica Performing Arts Center. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, and what we're talking about in this special Town Hall episode is the impact of Queens on hip-hop culture and music and if we got an amazing panel to break it all down for us. Let me introduce them to you. Joining us, the one and only DMC, legendary hip hop icon and artist, He's also an author and comic book creator. He's the founder of a foundation called the Felix Organization for Foster Kids. Travels around the world. I'm so glad we got you on a day when you're not in London or Europe or somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. I have to tell the Queen. I told the Queen in London. I'll be there later. I'm going to Queens. Uh, uh, You told them they're going to have to wait. They're going to have to wait. I'll let you get this. Also with us is Cayenne. She's an artist and actress from Merrick here in Jamaica. Cayenne. Uh-huh. great to have mm-hmm. you with us. Thank you, thank you for you, having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Lyrical Links from Southside. His new <laughs> single is called <laughs> Rep <Brett> Money. <laughs> Repping the new generation of artists coming up here in Queens. Also with us is Roxanne Shante. Yeah. You've probably seen her Netflix film. Yeah. Roxanne, Roxanne. Hip-hop icon, she's she's another one that's always traveling. We're glad we got you here, Shantae, in between your flight here, flight there, and all the great work she's doing with her husband, with her Mind Over Matter Foundation in our communities, uplifting people, and inspiring our youth. So we're so happy to have you with us here. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Also with us is a refugee from Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, hip-hop gamers. Currently living in Queens, he's a, he's a gaming journalist, and a hip hop gamer is a champion himself. Thank Good friend of Hot 97, and he's bridging the gap between uh, hip hop, gaming, and our comic book culture. So thank you so much for being with us. How about we take some questions from our audience that came up here. Okay. What's your question or comment? I just want to say thank you all for being here. Uh, my name is Jocelyn
4: Good, and I'm the founder of Culture Coco Art House Incorporated. And so my question to you all is, um, recognizing that Queens is really unique in a lot of ways, one of the things is a concentration of artists who have come out of one particular area and the history that goes back to the Harlem Renaissance. So we have a deep legacy. Another thing that connects us is that we were the underdogs, like everyone would play Queens out. Absolutely. So that sort of united us with a lot of Queens pride. So my question for you all is, what does the preservation of that legacy look like today? And what does the give back look like for you artists who have succeeded? How does that translate
0: to the people who are here in Queens? All right, who wants to take mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, <laughs> well, the refugee oh. from
1: Brooklyn, let's speak. Oh. Brooklyn, Queens. Ex-
6: Expressway, we connected,
2: we connected Brooklyn-Queens Expressway. There you go. Exactly. Yeah,
1: there, you you go. Right. there you go. There you go. Well, one thing
0: I... Thank, um, you, thank you, DMC. You cleaned that up nicely for <laughs> me. I appreciate now,
1: that. One, one thing that I would say, uh, I, I love what you represent. That's amazing. Um, one, one thing I would say is, in terms of going forward, um, pull everybody in. Like, you know, it, it, I don't care. Uh, I know it's Queens and everything, but no matter where you're from, if you got something to offer, pull everybody in because Queens know what it's like to not be so-called down with the um, movement and then they had to prove themselves like DMC said so not only do you prove yourselves but you also take a leadership role in it and I think everybody should pull each other up as artists and work together
0: Alright, I want to add to that too to our panel question. There's a, there's a certain thing that goes on in all creative fields called the clone zone where one person is successful and then there's the next one that comes along that's Pretty much like them, but they change a little bit, and then the next one, and that. And so, it seems like Queens has had artists from Queens have had this, just repellent. Like there's no clone zone. It's like everybody has to do their own thing. Cayenne, do you find that with your, with your career and your music?
4: Um, yes, uh, I feel like um, these days the industry is so close-minded, and we only accept things that are familiar. But I feel like from the hustle bustle growing up in New York, period. Queens at that, it's like, you know what, if you don't like me, then you just not gonna be in my audience. I'm gonna keep rocking and somebody else gonna watch. That's just how we are.
0: And and Lynx, what about in terms of you for you as as you go out there too, because social media plays such a big role now for so many artists and there's a lot of pressure to do things that are gonna get your attention on social media that may not necessarily be what you wanna do as an artist, how, how are you navigating the way through that?
5: Well, I'm just staying focused and keeping my foot on people's necks. I'm giving them what they <laughs> want. That's it. I'm that's Queen's. Staying, I'm just staying focused. That's Queen's way of talking. But um, yeah, I'm just staying focused and I'm giving them what the people want. I see what my fans like and I see what they don't like. So I lean on to what they like, of course, and keep them motivated and keep them happy, that's it.
0: Shantae, what about you? Because it, you see the careers and your your careers continued you know, throughout all these years and, and gaining new audience members and and new fans all the time. Is it different now for for artists that are just starting out?
3: Well, no, actually what I noticed from Queen's artists is that when we do production, when we do certain projects, when we participate in certain things, we do that thinking longevity. We never think for the moment. We never think like, okay, well, I'm just gonna put this out and then after this, I'm gonna move on to something else. Whatever it is that we get involved in, we make sure that we leave our mark. And that's one of the things that Queens has always done. Wherever it is that we participate in something, we make sure we leave our mark. That's the reason why we're considered to be trendsetters. That's the reason why we are considered to be game changers. Every rapper from Queens has gotten involved in hip hop and changed the game to some way or another. Whether it was Run DMC who came in and changed it with the fashion, and to the level that they were going to take it, whether it was LL Cool J who came in and said, okay, listen, not only am I going to be a lyrical, but I'm also going to be a lover. You know, also the fact of maybe my even including myself where I came into the game where I let people know, like, listen, all that going to the studio, spending 100 hours, going and doing these expensive videos, doing all these things, you don't have to do any of that. Because in all reality, I did my whole career has now spanned over 35 years and has learned – has actually grown into a movie and more, but this was all done from one video that cost $1,500 that still plays today, (laughs) you know, and that's Queens right there, it came from not going in the studio and staying in the studio for hours, I did my first record in seven minutes and it was done on a cassette tape and that still plays today. See, so the, one of the things about so you're Queens,
0: still
3: getting checks from that today. Exa- baby, please believe it. And one, the, and one of the things, and this one of the things about sense. it is that, being from Queens, we were already surrounded by money both legal and illegal. See, that's the thing about it, that we were not easily impressed when we went other places. See, you couldn't impress me with your cars when I come from projects where all the cars are already parked outside. Yeah. See, I already know about all of these cars. I already know what it is to buy furs. I know what it is to shop on the app and buy new sneakers every day without being a rapper. I know all of these things. So because of that, they weren't able to impress Queens artists. So when we walked in, they felt like it was a certain air we had about us, or we nonchalant, or we're standoff, because we weren't people who were like, oh, that's
0: nice. AKA yeah not You know, like,
3: like we <laughs> we could go to the Coliseum in the basement and see so much gold, you had a headache. Yep. So when you went outside and you went to a Jamaican club in Brooklyn, you didn't even want to see a chain. So you know, you wasn't even that you didn't fall for that. You know, we have airports. We're the only borough with airports. <laughs> you see? That's why we so fly. Three. Actually.
0: <laughs> 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 all right well that's it airports We're gonna, uh, no, but also what, one other thing too and then we'll get I want to get to more questions is is DMC too the other thing of Queens is we, we've been talking about <laughs> talking about this about this theme of of individ, individuality too but it's like in your career you've also stretched beyond the borders and the idea is like yeah I'm known for hip-hop but I can also make music in these other genres. I can yes. do these other things. I can write books. I can make comic books. Tell us about that.
2: Well, growing up as a little kid living in Queens, um, one of the things that influenced me was the whole community aspect of it. Like when I was growing up, my friends' mother's was my mother too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. there was this community aspect where everybody looked out for each other. So. Truth be told, I was one of those kids that my mother was like, when you see that street light come on, you have your ass in this house, boy. Yeah. So I used to be in the house mad as hell that the other little kids was running around in the summertime. Cause in the summertime, it'll get dark till like 9.30, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I used to be pissed off the other kids was out there, but you used to have to get creative and you have to be innovative. You should use your imagination. And one of the beautiful things about living in McQueens, not against the projects, though, is I had a backyard. You know what I'm saying? My and trees, and trees, on. too. Had trees. Manhattan would say, oh, you so got it was, trees. It was a different vibe right. out there. So when it was time for, um, I guess when, when it was time for Run DMC to make our records, we had everything that the message had. But we also had all this other stuff. And hip hop taught me to be real. One thing that Queens did, like I said earlier, we were true about who we were. So you have Run DMC, Child Court Quest, salt n Cool j all these kids from the same places in the same neighborhoods. Experiencing the same things that the Bronx and Manhattan had. But Queens, we had these other, like Shantae said, we had these other extra elements that gave us this swag that made us more interesting. Like, you know, a kid from Queens is real interesting to the kid from Harlem. You got a backyard and you got a dog. You know what I'm saying? So those little things were appealing to the rest of the culture and the audience. And the, the other thing that made us so great was this. I remember one time I was in L.A. and Suge Knight rolled up on us, right? And Suge Knight just came down and he sat down in front of me. <laughs> he had the cigar and he was sitting there sweating. He said, man, y'all, y'all efforts is something else. And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, the beautiful thing about all these artists from Queens, we rolled together. Lyndon, Farmers, Harlow, Davy, DMX, Salt and Pepper. When we rolled, it wasn't like, okay, since Run DMC's top of the chart, salt and pepper ain't down with us. No, we coming in the same doorways, we saying, we playing on the same stages. So that thing of unity was kind of shocking in power. Well, it was a good example. It was shocking to other cities and other towns and other communities, but the whole thing about us, Queens, we stuck together. We stuck together. You know what I'm saying?
0: And that's, a, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Let me stick to some of these audience questions or I'm going to have trouble getting out of the building. <laughs> Alright, what's your question or comment?
6: Alright, um, shout out to everybody on the panel. I don't know Shout out to everybody on the panel. Um, Sean Conn, hip-hop secret agent. Um, I got my own video game, but DMC, I want to say something very important. Yes. Um, I was in my backyard as a kid playing with G.I. Joe, men, man. Right? Yep. And they go, run DMC's on the corner, shooting or, or something, uh-huh. I run outside. Y'all are doing the People magazine cover when y'all had that big sneaker right on Dunker. That's my block as a kid. So wow. I saw that, and I was highly inspired. So wow. I just want to ask, uh, shout out to Kyanio, your balls are crazy. Hip-hop gamer, thank you for having me on your show. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I have my own game, and I want to know, I'm working on a comic book, and you're the man to speak to. You know what yes. I
0: mean?
6: I just want to know, how did you break into that community? Because I'm a gamer, and I, I've been collecting comic books. I'm in the mm-hmm. hip-hop, but I do want to branch off You know, into making my own comic it. Let's, right.
0: let's, qu- let's get a quick uh, comment. What advice do you have for him?
2: Well, the first thing you got to do is think of something original. Think of something interesting. And before you put out a whole comic, put out like a, a, a short... You know, a short story with the comic book character. But the thing to do is, you look at Star Wars, you look at DC, you look at Marvel, look at what everybody's doing, create your superhero, and then just give it your flavor. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Give it your flavor. You have a story that hasn't been told yet. Everybody Everybody can make a superhero. But can you make a superhero with a story that hasn't been told yet? And that's the key.
0: Story that hasn't been told. All right, this is Street Soldiers, our special push for peace town hall, first time ever from Queens. We'll be right back.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah! You don't miss a girl with celebrity, and right now you're watching Street Soldiers with Lisa Maud Madwadea Street.
0: He's a hip-hop icon, Woo-hoo. then and now, author, comic book creator. And also humanitarian. He is the co founder of the Felix Organization for Foster Children. Thank you so much for being with us. We Thank appreciate you. it. Also with us, Queen's Own Cayenne, actress and artist. And also joining us is Lyrical Lynx from Southside, hip hop artist. His latest single is called Rent Money, and he will not be available to give you all rent money after the show. <laughs> just talking. Okay? He's, he's up and coming, he's just coming on. Also with us is Rox- <laughs> Roxanne Shantae, the one and only, star of the Netflix film uh, Roxanne Roxanne. Hip hop icon herself, she's out there all around the country traveling, uh, promoting her, her film, her good works, her music, and she's also the uh, co-founder of Mind Over Matter, a community organization that helps empower our urban communities around the country. Shante, great to have you with us, thank you so much. Also joining us is Hip Hop Gamer. He is a gaming champion, hip hop journalist, bridging the gap between uh, hip hop culture, a narrowing gap, hip hop culture, uh, gaming, and the comic book world. Thank you so much for being with us. Let me get some questions. I promise I keep true to my word. Give us a quick question or comment for our panel.
1: All right, much respect to everybody on the panel. Um, well,
0: that, that looked like a lot of questions. No nah, speeches, okay?
1: <laughs> Got you. I noticed that the sound of music young artists prefer is trap music. So, as a music producer, how do I get new artists to preserve and progress the tradition and sound of Queens? Oh, oh wow. great! Qu-
0: how about for that question? That's a great
1: question. Um, can, can I say right. something to that? So, one th- one thing I want to say, because uh, I make music for video games, like as well. So, to me, I feel like um, people gotta. Ooh. Sorry, people have to really appreciate themselves first before they even can be artists. So I feel like when you know who you are, then you know what to put out. And it's not about what they want. It's about what you give them and make them feel you. So I think that's what you should focus on.
0: All right. Anybody else about the the creativity and having to sound like other people? Shantae? Well,
3: actually what I feel is that with anything and everything in life, there's going to be growth and there's going to be change. Mm -hmm. So what you may find in a classic hip-hop song or a classic hip-hop beat may not necessarily be something that a new artist can use now. So what you need to be able to do is combine them both. You need to show them the best of both worlds in order for them to want to even do that. A lot of times people take a new artist and are constantly, you know, badgering them and pushing on them like, oh, listen, what you're doing is not real hip hop. But no, what they're doing is exactly hip hop. What they're doing is hip hop for today because hip hop music is only supposed to be a reflection of the artist and what the artist is going through. Now, what I've lived through and what I've done is nowhere near what he's lived through and what he's done or what she's going through and what she's doing. So because of that, we will never have the same topic of conversation. Though we can look at the same bottle of water but look at it totally different because of the age and the dynamics. So people need to also consider that when it comes to music. See, I embrace all hip hop artists. I embrace all hip hop, whether it's trap. If I'm trapped in traffic, then it's trap music until I get out of traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Old school just won't do it for me. You know, if I check the mailbox and it's a big check, then it's Biggie all day. You see what I'm saying? If I got a business meeting, then I'm playing J all the way till I get to the door. You know, and these are things that people need to understand because you need to let it reflect exactly how you're feeling instead of just putting something on them. So I think when they come in, when you have an artist come to you and they come to you with what they feel, you need to be able to build off of what they're feeling in order for you to have a successful project uh, and not just give them one thing.
0: All right, good. Okay, question. Links, did you want to say something on that? No, no. no okay, you good? All right.
1: You have a question or comment? Yes, yo, peace to all of y'all. I'm from Farmers 109. My name is Superstar Rel. I just have a question. In today's climate of hip hop, do you think it's right to compromise lyrical integrity for a check? <laughs>
4: No. Okay, that's it. Because that's right. not you. That's it. That's yeah. all I wanted to hear. Oh, okay. That's it. Mm.
3: Okay, what I what totally agree. This? You do not have to do that for a check. But I also want you to be um, very mindful of what, when an opportunity presents itself, what you are able to do with that opportunity. Oh, my so, goodness. therefore, you can take a certain simple beat and you can still put some lyrics to it that may not have a full all count delivery to it, but you'll still be able to get the message out. So I say this, never turn down the opportunity to get a check without being able to put yourself in the position of changing it. Because see, they may have wanted you to do one thing, but you can go in there and sell them another because that's what you're supposed to do. Uh,
0: okay. That's- See, what about that? Because I, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm sure in your career you've had people come up to you go, well, well that's great, but yeah, can you do it this yeah, way? it's time. like something. great a little more like Easy E all the time?
2: But my, my thing is this, my thing is this, um, you gotta be, you gotta be confident in who you are. But the whole thing is this, like this, you gotta come in with an attitude of being a game changer. My whole thing was to put the fear of God into anybody who wanted to get on the microphone. So how do you do that? My thing was this. People was like, yo D, you need to rap over this, you know, this boom bap beat, or you need to rap over this west coast beat, or you need to rap over this funk, or you need to rap over this R&B, or you need to rap over this jazz, or this James Brown thing. My thing was like this, man, I don't, give no, I don't care nothing about afros, high heels, soul power, and <laughs> none of that James Brown stuff. I love rock. When I was a little kid, I love white people, so called white people music. So when I got a chance to get in the studio, they trying to give me what the old school guys was doing and what the new school guys was doing, and trying to get me to rhyme like Jay Z and stuff like that. I so, said, "Yo, give me a rock beat and watch me change the world." Mm-hmm.
0: And look what and happened! Look what and we you did. did! So and you you, did. by you, by
2: when you go into the, for the producer, the producer, you got to be okay. adventurous enough to look at these guys and say, "No, what do you really like?" Mm-hmm. Let me turn off the. Let me turn off everything. What do you really like? And the, the, the dude might say, "Man, don't tell nobody, but I like the Powerpuff Girls." So run and go, sample the Powerpuff Girls, put that with a beat and you'll change the world, because people say to Run DMC, um, when Steven Tyler took that mic stand and knocked down that wall in that Walk This Way video, they say, yo, D, that didn't just happen in a video, that happened in the world.
0: 100%. So, when it
2: comes to lyrical thing like me, I'm not a battle rapper. I would never try to battle Shante. You know
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> there's a long I'm not list a, of people I'm not that as, don't want to battle yeah, Shantay. I'm, not as,
2: I'm not as um eloquent as Jay-Z, and I'm definitely not lyrical like Eminem. But when that, for me to fit in, I'm going to come in and I'm going to say four things. I'm the king of rock, and there's none higher. Sucker and seed should call me clear. sire. And people will remember that till this world ends. So, it's all about... Taking the platform, adjusting it to something new and original, creative, and putting your attitude in it. Don't, I always tell people, don't try to be in this game of rap, try to change it.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. What's your question or comment
2: for
0: the panel? what's your question or comment for the panel?
2: Uh, What's
6: up, y'all? Respect to the history of hip hop on the stage there. uh, I'm a, um, Okay. I'm a, an artist, visual artist, sculptor. Uh, actually, I have a piece going up at uh, Socrates Park called A Cipher in Queens.
0: Oh, congratulations. Wow, congratulations. It's,
6: it's nine feet tall sculptures representing uh, the icons, Fife, Prodigy, and Jam Master J. Salute, salute. Wow. Right? So the, uh, the questions for all y'all. Uh, my piece called A Cipher in Queens, what, especially for Shantae, what was it like growing up, being a battle rapper, and being in the cipher, having to like express yourself, and how has Queens been uh, the history of Queens in the cipher? What was that like? Can anyone speak on that?
0: I remember she started doing that as a teenager.
3: Yes. Yeah, actually a little younger than that. Um, oh. Oh. For me, being a, a battle rapper in Queens, it was the fact of Being so young and wanting to go and participate in the parks and wanting to be part of those park jams and always being told to stay behind the ropes and always being saying, okay, well, you know what? You wait till it's my turn. And when it's my turn and when I'm big enough to get past these ropes, this is what I'm going to do. And no one will be exempt. No one is going you know. So I think that was how I felt about it when I came into it. So it started off as small battles. $50, you know, because I was like 10, 11 years old. And it was like, okay, $50. And, you know, to my mom at the time, $50 was was enough money to be able to do a few things. And then they went up to $100. Then that's when we discovered that uptown, they were doing it for $1,500. So it was like, okay, you know what? This became another income for my household. So, where everyone else was taking it as a joke and everybody else was taking it as something that they can do, a hobby, and this was just something that they did on the side, I truly saw it as a career from the first time I picked up the mic. I said, okay, you know what? This is gonna change the dynamics of my household. So I'm gonna make sure that no one can beat me when I do this. I need to be the champion at this because I need to be able to go to all, because see, one loss and it eliminates you from going to the others. So my thing was, Oh, no, I'm not going to lose. And because of that, having what I call the Nipsey-Russell syndrome, which is the ability to just be able to rhyme about anything at any time, a lot of MCs didn't possess that. So because of it, that was like my secret weapon, along with being a young girl from Queens. Now, participating in the cipher, one of the things I always said was that I would never battle my own. Because the reason why I would never battle my own, and meaning I would never battle my own, I would never battle anyone from Queens. The reason why is because it's us against the world. So when we, live, when we leave here, one of us needs to be the best when we go out there. So there's no need. Now, mind you, did we sharpen our skills against each other? Oh, absolutely. You rhyme in a limo. You rhyme on the block. You break day with each other. You rhyme at the card table. You rhyme in a project building. Because we're sharpening our skills. But never once were we trying to take each other down because we understood that it was us against the rest. So that's where, that's how I participated in the Cypher. My Cypher in Queens was always one out of love, always one out of sharpening skills, always one out of steel on steel, iron on iron. But when we went to other boroughs, it was a fact of we're not leaving here without this money. However, we gotta get this money. We're not leaving here without this money because it cost us money to get
0: here. Get that back. You know, get exactly, absolutely. That's that
3: absolutely. That so that's how it was being a, a battle rapper from Queens for, for and Shantae. Now, for everyone else, it might have been something that they just wanted to do. But for me, it was a means of being able to support my household without doing all of the things that I've seen everybody else having to do in the streets. Because it was, I felt so much better being able to pick up a microphone than to have to lay on my back. So it was a beautiful thing for Whoa, me.
0: Oh, all right. On that note, okay. I wish we had more time. For, I know that a lot of you have questions or comments. I wish we had more time for that. But unfortunately, we are out of time. Sure. And our panelists have other schedules they have to go through and events that they have to go through. So we want to thank everybody for being with us. Hip Hop Gamer, Roxanne Chante, Lyrical Links, Cayenne, DMC, you guys, thank you so, so much. We really appreciate it for this awesome episode, our first ever Push for Peace Street Soldiers Town Hall right here in Queens. So I want to thank you for watching. We could be coming to another community, neighborhood or city or area or country, Uh, near you, remember use your mind, it's your best weapon, I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers, let's push for peace.